Hi everyone and welcome to the Dancing Eyes podcast episode 1. This is the first official episode of the podcast which I recorded back in July 2021. It is currently now January 2022 and I'm starting to post all episodes on actual podcasting sites and softwares and stuff like that. Um, if this is your first time listening, I appreciate you for joining us and I hope you enjoy it. If you happen to want to watch one of my conversations instead of just listening to it, all of the episodes are available on YouTube, and you, you can watch any one of them right now if you want. So just type in Dancing Eyes Podcast onto YouTube. It'll be the first and most likely only thing that's going to come up. Um, all right, yeah, okay, with all that being said, let's get on with the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, okay, I just pressed record right now. Yeah, because we were, we were going over some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, here, let me get this so that we've got both of us going. Okay, cool. So, um, I don't really know how to start this very well. Um, I'll just say that my name is Frankie Caputo, and this is um, the My Dancing Eyes podcast. And this is Eric, and this is my first guest. This is, uh, we're going to start something here. Yeah, honored to be the first guest, and thank you for talking with me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, okay. So, pretty much. We, we kind of already started talking a little bit before we started recording, and then we figured that we were getting onto some good stuff already, so we might as well just press record. Um, and we probably broke the momentum on it, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll get back on track. Um, yeah, Am so. Am I the first person that you've talked to that's had nice tackles, by the way? Yes. Yeah, same for me. This is that's why wow. it's like, oh, it, it, this is so exciting talking to someone else and and getting their experiences. It, it it really is exciting. I've so you've you've went forty seven years and you've never met anybody with nystagmus. Yeah, uh, or at least not that I'm aware of. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. So, uh, but right. never, you know. That's one of the things, right? Like, even if somebody had nystagmus, it would be difficult for us to tell because our vision is so poor as it is. We wouldn't even yeah. really would be able to see the movements in their eyes anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't met anybody as I'm, that I'm aware of that has had the condition either. Um, all right, so yeah, um, I kind of wanted to start off with um, asking you how the nystagmus affected your childhood and your socialization and what, when it really started becoming, or when you really started becoming aware of it? Uh, well, uh, I, up until I was about six or seven, I thought everyone uh, saw the same way that I did. And it was just like, you know, because you're not really totally self-aware as far as like other people's experiences around until around that age. And so, um, but then I started to realize that other people could see things further away. They could they didn't have to sit in the front row of the class and, you know, they weren't, I mean, I, I was sitting in the front row of the class and I still couldn't see the, the blackboard. And so yeah, it was like, same. I was like, okay, something's <laughs> wrong here. And then, you know, I, I, one time I walked into a plate glass, like a sliding glass door because, you know, I couldn't see it. And mm -hmm. like, uh, something's not right here. And um, as far as socialization, I think I was largely oblivious to the effect that it had. Um, and maybe that's part of, you know, not being able to see other people's reactions very well, uh, their facial expressions, like any sort of subtle change or anything like that, um, which was a, you know, apparently something that's kind of gone on in my life throughout, you know, the whole thing. 
but um, there was, uh, because I couldn't drive, that obviously made dating a almost non-starter in high school. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that affected me from a self-esteem standpoint into college. And I didn't, I didn't get out of that until after college. But That's actually something that I'm, that I'm dealing with right now. Um, I'm, a, I'm a college student and I don't I actually have a driver's license so I've driven before and I got the license but I don't know how confident I am in uh, yeah. my ability to actually drive and get the car mm -hmm. um, you know I practice here and there but it's just a, it's a slow process and I've spoken to a lot of people in the community and I want to say it's maybe like 60% don't drive and 40% do drive, maybe it's even 70, 30, yeah. but there's definitely um, some people out there with a condition who do drive. I actually went to a, uh, I'm, in, I'm in Houston. I went to the Low Vision Center at the University of Houston and they did like this whole big exam. It was like four or five hours worth of thing. And they, they basically gave me a note that I was able to take and I technically have a learner's permit but there's a huge difference between being able to see something by squinting at it for 20 seconds at a, at a low vision center versus you're on a road and things are moving. Big difference, you. right? Yeah. So, yeah. So how did the how did the dating life go? How were you able to kind of get over those obstacles and you know? Because I know you're married now, so you definitely got over it. Uh, online dating. <laughs> that that saved that saved me. That uh, basically bypassed. Uh, that that let you that let uh you know you get to know someone without uh the face-to-face -to, -face to start off with so it was uh, actually eHarmony which i don't even know if they're around anymore but it was you know kind of online dating site sort of thing uh this gotcha. was you know 10 12 years ago whatever it was uh so um that it, it basically sidestepped the whole initial thing and actually you know you got to she got to like me before she physically met me and saw that i couldn't pick up on things <laughs> so did you so, bring it up uh during like the online chats were you ever like yeah, I, did. Way? I did and i, I said I, I had this eye condition and it keeps me from driving i can't see very well and she was like okay well that's no big deal and um she has mentioned uh that she she knew it like in her head but it's like it's almost like a disability that isn't visible because it, it's not like we're blind right so i mean we can see and so it's like she she and other people do it too they just forget they forget it's a thing that's like what uh my my best friend he um he told me that he pretty much noticed it the first time like he was actually showing me an image like a, he was showing me a meme and I was looking at it and I was squinting and my eyes started going crazy. Yeah. And, and he was like, stop doing that. I'm like, why are you doing that? You're creeping me out. <laughs> and that's stop a common reaction. That. Yeah. He's like, stop doing it, man. And I was like, I was like, I wish I could, but I can't. Yeah. And, um, have you ever had someone come up to you and say, Hey, do you know your eyes shake? All the time. It yeah. used to happen a lot more when I was younger. Yeah. Um, same here. I, I was actually that, I don't remember that happening in the last, last 10 years or so. So apparently, as people get older, they stop saying weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I think they just, maybe they just stop caring. Or, yeah, uh, that's possible. 
Yeah. So back to the point. Um, yeah. My friend George, the first time that he saw it, he said, um, well, he told me to stop doing it. And then, and then after that, he just tells me that he doesn't, he doesn't even notice it anymore that he doesn't even realize it's there. And I guess, really? it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he notices it here and there, but at this point it's just like, it, it's me that he's talking to. So he doesn't think about it. He, he I guess he's just so used to it. But yeah, there was, it's just a part of you. Yeah. And, but there like, unfortunately there was definitely a point in my, um, like my early years in high school where I kind of let my eye condition define who I was. Like I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't look people in the eyes. I would, um, you know, I would avoid eye contact. I would avoid going up to people and having conversations with them. And that really, you know, messed up my ability to, to form good relationships with people. And it's only now, like within the last year of my life that I'm starting to, uh, really get to, to talk to people more often. And, um, you know, I'm getting better at it, but it was definitely a long process. So was there, was there ever like a time in your life where you kind of, uh, just let it define you or not so much? Uh, I was, I was a very self-conscious teenager, uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, not just that, but, uh, that, that was part of it. Like I, I couldn't see, I, I couldn't tell, I mean, people, you know, they, were they looking at me? Were they not, you know, were they making fun of me? Were they not that sort of thing? So, uh, there was like, I was self-conscious and then there was that, and that was kind of like feeding into it as well. Right. Um, so, I mean, finally, basically I got to the, to the point and it was just kind of like a, an epiphany of just, you know, I'm just not going to care. I'm just not going to care if, even if they are saying something, even if they are looking at me, even if they are making fun of me. And so that really helps. And, you know, you, as, as you well know, when you decrease stress, or, you know, anxiety or anything like that, the eyes start to calm down a little bit. They do. So uh, that that was one of the things that helped. Um, so have you ever, you know, speaking of that, have there ever been any, like, breathing exercises or forms of meditation that maybe you would practice in a stressful situation to calm them down? Uh, I have not. I Honestly, until you mentioned it, didn't even occur to me. Oh, yeah. Well, um it's, uh, you know, I do recommend looking into that. There's, um, I, I know, sir, I, I try to meditate every night. I kind of have like a nightly routine where I'll meditate and then do some stretches. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely, you know, when I'm, you know, in the process of the meditation, my eyes are so still, like they're just not moving. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's definitely something maybe to, to look into. Yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Um, so like you said earlier, you don't drive and currently I don't really drive, but there are a lot, you know, technology is advancing very quickly. Um, as far as like self-driving cars go, you know, Tesla, they've got autopilot features. Um, what do you consider, you know, when, when, when would you consider maybe getting into a self-driving car, assuming that you wouldn't have to steer yourself? even if you would consider that at all? Uh, once they were absolutely fully autonomous, I think at this point, you're, you're still required to be a licensed driver to, to operate one of them. And mm-hmm. so with the, with the understanding that, you know, something can go wrong and so you have to take over. And, you know, you have to, you have to manually 
Would you consider getting, would you consider like getting a license, even if it means that um, you would almost never have to touch the wheel? No, at, at this point in my life, no, because I, I'm, uh, it's like, sort of like an old dog can't learn new tricks sort of thing. Like I, I've, I've, I'm so far past the learning age of, of driving that I don't have the reactions to be comfortable in that sort of situation at this point. Fair enough. So if maybe, maybe if I was uh, 20 years younger and these things were coming around, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I could do that. And then I could, you know, in a pinch, I could go ahead and do it because I'm still, you know, I, I can handle this. But uh, yeah, I mean, the last time I tried to drive was probably two or three years ago. And I was only going to maybe 20, 25 miles an hour. And it was like, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to hit someone <laughs> because I can't really see things that are coming. So, so what is your, what's your vision? Like when you get tested at the doctor's office, what do you come back with? Uh, with lenses, it gets to be around 2100. Okay. Okay. Uh, without lenses, I don't even, I don't even know if they bother without lenses. No, <laughs> I could so. see like, I could see like the big E. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the second level, <laughs> but that's about it. It's, it's a farce at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's just not even worth it. There's a poster over there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll find it eventually. Um, yeah. So you were telling me um, earlier that you have strabismus and you have an astigmatism, and because of those, you wear prisms in your glasses. So just for anybody who isn't aware of what those are and what the prisms do, can you explain? Uh, well, strabismus is where the the uh, eyes focus on different things, uh, so you don't get the binocular vision and. Uh, the prisms force the eyes to focus at the same, on the same thing at the same time. So you get back to binocular. Oh, okay. And, um, I definitely have strabismus. I definitely only use like one eye at a time. It's it's yeah. my right eye too. My right eye is significantly stronger than my left eye. I the way because I someone was asking me about this and the way I tell them to an easy way to tell if you have it is if you close one eye and then the other and they're not at the same level. Like what you're seeing is not at the same level. So yeah. mine, mine is like this. And it's same. Like really pronounced. So same. Uh, the prisms, you know, at first they give, give you a headache, uh, but you get used to them. And I think it actually, this is only a pet theory, but I think it actually helps calm down the, the nystagmus a little bit too. Uh, Interesting. But, you know, I, I could be full of it on that. So is business just like the the scientific like vernacular for lazy eye or are they different things? Uh, lazy eye is kind of, I, I think it's a kind of strabismus. Strabismus is like kind of like an umbrella term and lazy eye is one of them. So okay. lazy eye I think is like, you know, you have one eye that just goes wonky. Right. I think. Uh, strabismus, like that, is, right? strabismus is both of them. Like lazy eye, I don't think you can really control the eye. And strabismus is you control the eyes, they're just not focused on the same thing. Right. So it's, uh, I think it's just lack of uh, getting the binocular effect with your eyes. I've heard of people uh, blindfolding their good eye and then just um, living their day to day life um, only using the poor eye, and then that would actually also strengthen 
have yeah. poor eye. I, I've heard that too. Yeah, I, I think that's more a, a lazy eye thing. Uh, right. Uh, for mine, it's like both eyes are off. So it, I don't, same. Like they, they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> One eye would be like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna go up here now. Uh, yeah, same. Um, so I'm sure something that you know, pretty much everybody with nystagmus can relate to is, uh, well, at least at least I can. Um, people will tend to think that I'm drunk or high, or they'll think that I'm under the influence or something. And you were telling me earlier um, that you have a, a state trooper story. So I was kind of curious to hear about that. Yeah, this was my uh, first professional job and they had like a, a company uh, conference with customers and uh, a couple of state troopers were working security and uh, they called me over and they kind of motioned me over and like, hey, come here, come here. Uh, how much have you had to drink? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And, I mean, you know, they were being like good natured about, about it, but like they they thought that I was drunk and that they were gonna have to like, all right, take it outside, sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, because, and this is I uh, apparently, and this is what they told me is that when they do the field sobriety test, one of the things they look for is nystagmus when you're tracking, and uh, that was when I. It's like, oh, so uh, I get I get asked if I'm drunk because that's one of the things that police look for when they're doing a field sobriety test. <laughs> you ever have anybody who's not like police or related to anything like that ask you if you're drunk or if you're high? No, just police. Uh, oh, uh, interesting. Apparently, uh, apparently, they are really keyed in on that as far as like something something to look for. So, yeah. Uh, uh, other people just, you know, come back with a, hey, do you know your eyes shake thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I don't know that it's necessarily common knowledge. And, uh, you know, for all I know, these guys were pulling my leg on, on what they were looking for in the field sobriety thing. But uh, I don't know if it's if it's true, if it's common knowledge that that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. So, we were talking earlier. Um so let's say you're filling out like a, a survey or a job interview and they ask you if you have any disabilities. What do you answer for that? <laughs> well, technically, nystagmus is not classified as a disability. So after much uh, ruin and regret, I have to answer no, but I really kind of want to answer yes. But at the same time, I don't want to like hold up a flag and say, hey, this is something that, you know, is different about me and yeah. this is something that can be singled out. So it's there's a lot of like, I think it should be a disability, but at the same time, it's like, I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be different in that regard. That's exactly how I feel. So, I mean, it definitely, I um, so do I. There's one point um, for one job that I, that I answered yes, but then they don't ask you, like once you answer yes, they didn't ask me what it was they just know that it's a yes. So I couldn't actually like go in there and explain to them what the actual deal is. I was just kind of hoping that they would look over that. But recently I just, I, I say no for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, for, for the type of stuff that I do, it doesn't really affect my ability to do my job. I mean, I'm not like operating heavy machinery or anything like that. So uh, I just say no. Um, so if you don't mind asking, what do you do for work? 
uh, software developer. Oh, cool. So lots of staring at screens. <laughs> That's pretty cool though. Um, I've looked at, I have a, I have a buddy who's going to school for that right now. So. Yeah, I think they were actually just coming out with uh, with those sorts of degrees when I was coming through, and I didn't do that. I have an economics degree, so oh, okay. I, I just kind of fell into it. Um, sometimes I catch myself wearing sunglasses, even in scenarios that I don't really need to be wearing sunglasses, even if it's not so bright outside or, uh, you know, things like that. And I think, um, you know, it, it makes me more comfortable. Um, to make eye that, contact sometimes. Is that because of the uh, hiding the the eye movement or because of photosensitivity? Uh, more of the hiding the eye movement, I think. I think it makes me um, more comfortable to okay. interact with people, but also it's kind of just like, hey, look at me. Um, I'm wearing sunglasses, like when I, when I don't need to be wearing sunglasses. Oh. So I'm curious if you do, you know, something like that too. And I, I actually try not to do it because, um, because I want to be more comfortable with with what I've got going on, yeah. I'm still I'm still pretty young, so I'm you know I'm still definitely insecure about it and trying to get better at it. But I'm, I was curious if other people do that too. Uh, I did when I was younger, uh, in my probably early to mid twenties. Uh, you know, when I when I would go out to places, uh, there was a, a fairly decent chance that I would have that I would have sunglasses, uh, but. I don't have like prescription sunglasses and I don't really have like the things that fit over my glasses. And I, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, it's more important for me to see where I, where I am rather, rather than that. But, uh, the prescription have, sunglasses are very expensive. Yeah, they are. And I'm expensive. not, uh, I'm not willing to, to plunk down that kind of money for sunglasses. So yeah. Um, I actually, and they're thick too. I actually have photosensitivity, so uh, that's one of the reasons why I have the yellow lenses, is because it filters out the light, and uh, that's why I asked whether you were wearing them for photosensitivity, because apparently uh, it's not an uncommon thing for people with nystagmus to also have photosensitivity. Is that just uh, sensitivity to light? What's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, very sensitive to light, too, I think. Yeah, white light really bothers me, and so the yellow lenses kind of filter out. Oh, I see. So it, it really, I, I mean, I would get like migraines like three or four times a week before I had these. And so uh, it really gets cut down on that. So you think that yellow has worked better than oh, yeah. the other colors? Yeah. It's uh, like my eyes don't really hurt when I'm looking at light at this point. So Interesting. That actually, I just bought a pair of sunglasses a couple of days ago and they're probably the same color as what you've got going on. Yeah. And and I went outside and it wasn't like necessarily darker, but because I was seeing yellow, it did make me more comfortable. And I didn't yeah. really think much of it, but now that you bring it up, it is, uh, it does remind me. So yeah, I guess that does help me. Yeah, it, uh, I, was, I was surprised because this was another thing when I went to the low vision uh, uh, place and they were like, oh, let's try these. And I was like, and they sent me outside and uh, the sun down here is just brutally bright. And so oh, trust outside. me, I'm in South Florida. It's, it's uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so I went outside with those and uh, I was like, wow, this feels way different. So my eyes don't feel like they're almost like throbbing from the light. So uh, 
uh, it, it made a huge difference for me. I don't know if it makes a, a difference for everyone else, but it, it definitely did for me. Now I'm curious. That's that's one thing that is that you say has helped you. Is there anything else that you do or where that also helps you? Uh, I actually, uh, I have a hand trimmer. And so I take uh, a medicine for that and that helps the nystagmus. Okay. So um, a little bit, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing's ever going to totally take it away, but uh, that actually helps calm it down a little bit. Okay, got you. So how is it, um, you know, most people with nystagmus, we can't, um, we're not very good at distinguishing uh, facial expressions. Like, I'm, I'm very bad at it. Like, if you don't tell me, if you don't tell me what's going on or what you're feeling, I'm, I'm not going to have any idea. You can't give me, um, you can't give me facial expressions because it's not going to help. So do you have any, you know, any like experiences that you can share that has gotten you into Oh, so trouble. many. Uh, what, what, the one that uh, feels like almost sitcomish at this point is uh, when I when I first was living with my wife and we got into like the first argument and she was angry at me and she gave me kind of like you know a series of apparently looks and and subtle cues that I'm not happy with you. And I'm over here, do 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 do. I have no idea, you know, what's happening. And she she like kept this up for like a day. And finally, she got frustrated because I couldn't. I wasn't picking up. I was like, "What's wrong with you? Why are you reacting to this?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I just and she's like, "Oh, you can't see that, can you?" And I'm like, "No." That's so relatable. That was, uh, I mean, at the time it was like, a, what's going on? But now, you know, we, we laugh about it as being like one of those scripted moments that you might see. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. I definitely can't tell if people are, are angry at me or like, I, yeah. you just, you gotta talk. You, like if you're with me, you gotta, you gotta talk. I can't yeah. see the facial expressions. And, and actually it, uh, I mean, I, I, I look at people's eyebrows that's that's how I tell, and so my I kind of flare mine, you know, more than probably the average person, just mm -hmm. that a, you know, as that sort of thing. I have the hardest time with people who are blonde because their eyebrows. Oh, uh, yeah. And true. so I can't I can't really see anything. It's like I can't because eyebrows are one of the few reliable facial cues that I have. And if they are like more or less blending with the skin color, it's like uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. So what, what kind of what kind of tells do you get from the eyebrows? Like if you see someone eyebrow someone's eyebrows doing like a certain thing, what can you what can you tell from that? Uh, anger, uh, happy. Usually they'll they'll go up a little bit if they're happy or interested or you know you know go down if they're angry or confused and you know you kind of have to play detective and 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 get that piece of information and combine it with what's being said and the circumstance and be like uh well uh their eyebrows went in this direction we're talking about this and <laughs> so i'm guessing they're happy and, yeah you, know, you, you get better with it over time but you're, it's, for me anyway i'm still clueless and so it's like maybe 
eighty percent of the time I know what's going on. Yeah, you're taking like educated guesses. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I do that. Uh, I don't know if you do this too. Like, you if you have to read something from a distance, like a sign or or you know just letters or anything like that, and you can you can make out like two or three of them, and it's a six letter word, and you're just like, all right, well, I I'm betting it's this word. Yep. That's how I read everything. I don't yeah. actually like really see. <laughs> I just kind of, I kind of know what certain words look like. Yeah. And I kind yeah. of just put it together. Uh, absolutely. I definitely can't read the signs on the roads. No, no, no but, but that's, that's out of the question. Like yeah. that's just not going to happen. Like uh, I was taking, uh, I was taking a driving uh, um, lesson. I took three driving lessons and then I got my, my license mm-hmm. and during I didn't tell my instructor like what I was actually I did I did I before my lesson I told her hey I had a I have an eye issue I might not see very well but if you're interested maybe we can see how this goes and she was like sure fine um and then we go and then I'm going and she says that I'm doing just fine and I was doing just fine and then she was like make a make a turn on on Davy Road and I was just like well I can't see that road you gotta tell me <laughs> and she was like she was like really like you can't see that and i was like yeah i told you like i'm not gonna be able to see that stuff so um you know event she was startled at first she got used to it and then i still ended up you know getting my license so legally i could drive um we'll see nice. i, I want to maybe pursue that a little bit more like just drive here and there and then maybe i'll get more comfortable there's a few people that i speak to with the with the condition who do drive so i'm also going to have them onto the podcast and i'm going to talk to them a bit more about that and see what their process was and see how long it took for them to be comfortable with it one of the things that was suggested to me was to get like almost a uh like a monocle sort of arrangement like Uh that you would use when you drove to kind of look at things at a distance which seemed wildly impractical to me i don't know how you would you would do that sort of thing i've actually met a few people online through reddit um who who i know personally who use them really yeah they actually use, it, they, they look wacky like they, does they, it work for them i mean I, I, obviously i guess i, I mean, guess if they're using it it yeah. works for them right i mean huh. so so pretty much what the idea is you don't use it all the time you you don't use it when you want to see uh stuff that's really far ahead of you yeah uh so maybe you know i would consider doing something like that too they do look wacky though but that's fine i mean if it allows you to drive who cares if it works it works who cares it works works, it works exactly but yeah i just i i don't know i even with those things i'd be like you know, squinting and looking and I feel like I, I travel like half a mile while I'm trying to figure out what's, what's <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, before we started the podcast, you were telling me that, that you like to watch cartoons because it's easy to distinguish, um, what, yeah. what, what they're, uh, <laughs> you know, so if you could expand on that. Well, I mean, it was kind of like a, just a realization cause, uh, you know, thinking and talking about the whole uh, can't really read facial expressions sort of thing and which is also true on tvs and movies uh, i also struggle with that and uh cartoons uh lots of contrast lots of simple facial expressions and so 
it's very easy for me to pick up on what these faces are doing and what they're trying to convey. And so I think, uh, and I, I've always uh, been more in the, or on the cartoon side of things, uh, as long as they are like non, non-human realistic cartoons. So something okay. like The Simpsons, like I, I can pick up on that, but something like Japanese style animation, I can't pick up on that because that's too close to real actual what people's faces are doing. Got so, you. I was actually going to ask you about like anime, but for a completely like different topic, you know, because it's, yeah. it's mostly in a different language. So you have to read subtitles. So I was curious how, yeah, how you I do with the subtitles. subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I've, I watch a fair amount of foreign or subtitled films and, um, it's, I have to watch them on a, on the computer and I have to at times pause and read what's going on. If it's more than just like a few words. I do that a, too. I like what, I like what you did with your head when you're, when you read, cause that's, that's pretty much what I do too. It's like, I have to <laughs> yeah. Move my head back and forth. Sometimes I try to just keep my head still and then move my eyes. It's difficult, but sometimes I can kind of do it, but I'm really just, just doing this with my head. <laughs> Do you find um, do you find it's uh, difficult if you have to like constantly shift back and forth from looking at different things? Like, does it does it? Yes, I I usually feel very uncomfortable when I go to large gatherings or when I'm going somewhere with more than just a couple of my friends because then I have to focus on uh, different people, focus on different conversations, and it's, it's very difficult for my eyes to yeah. to do that. And, and then it's like the head movements too. Like you don't like for me, I also don't want to appear awkward with the way that my, that my head is moving. So sometimes I'll even um, like, I'll do this. If I'm walking past someone in public, if they're standing to the left of me, like I can't move my eyes to the left. Like they just don't go that way. Like yeah, they, they, start, they, for start, me. they start to go crazy. I can move them to the right a little bit, but you know, pretty much it's like, if I want to see something, it's gotta be right in front of me. So I'm moving yeah. my head um, anywhere. Um, that's my null point. It's not a very strong null point, but I'll even like, I find myself doing this, but I'll avoid interacting with somebody who's walking to the left of me. Oh. Yeah. Cause, cause I don't want to like talk to them and then be staring off into the distance or have it like that's, or have it as if that's what's appearing like to them. Cause to me, yeah. I'm looking at them. Um, I've noticed that like I can, Trust me, my, my early high school years has um, from uh, other people have let me know that it doesn't look like I'm looking at them. So it, it, it was definitely weird because I always feel like I'm looking at you, but I guess to the other person, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, I, I've kind of gotten that a little bit from time to time myself. You know, people like, you need to look at me or like, if I have to, oh my gosh, if I have to have like an official picture taken. Oh, oh my God. It's like, I feel like, like that's something we can all relate to. Turn just, your head, turn your head, turn your head. And I'm the like, camera. What? I can't. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> I would always have them, um, growing up, they would always tell me, look at the camera. And I'm just like, I'm yeah. looking at the camera. I'm yeah. looking right at the camera. And then I look at the picture and I'm not looking at the camera. It's like <laughs> my left eye is slightly off. I'm like, oh shit. I guess yeah. I wasn't looking at the camera. Um, so that's something that I've, that I've dealt with a lot. Um, I don't know. I feel like I kind of, 
went through most of my most of my stuff here. Oh, here's something. Uh, crackpot doctor ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, any wacky stuff <laughs> the doctors have recommended to you that you just think is, is silly? Uh, well, the three that I've heard was uh, one wanted me to have botulism injected into my eyes to paralyze the nerves, which seemed like terrible in several different directions. Uh, you know, first of all, I've seen that online. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're supposed to stay away from botulism, not put it into our eyes. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the apparently very popular uh, get hard contacts and it'll, it'll just like weigh down your eyes to where they won't be able to move. And you'll be in so much pain, your eyes will eventually just decide that they're not going to move. <laughs> so whenever I got recommended the hard contacts, which I did do when I was 13, and it didn't last long. It lasted maybe for a few months. And then I just, I figured that the pain wasn't worth it. When, <laughs> whenever they recommended the hard lenses to me, it actually wasn't specifically to weigh down the eyes, but it was just, they were saying that's how I would get the best vision would be really? the hard lenses. Yeah. So, and I actually did get pretty good vision with the hard lenses. Um, it might not be the best. I, I can't remember because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, but it was actually, because I've tried the soft lenses and I've tried the hard lenses. And mm -hmm. really from my personal experiences, the hard lenses really do give you, um, they give you better vision. It's just, is it worth it to you? Because th they really suck. They suck. <laughs> they, they hurt. Um, I, I've, I've never worn contacts and I didn't want to start with something that was sold to me with the idea of this is going to hurt. So, yeah. And I was so squeamish with them too. I used to, back when I was 12, 13, I used to have my mom sit me down and she would put them in and it would take her hours I, to I finally get them. I, I would be the same way. I, hours. Have you, uh, you've been to an eye doctor and they do like the glaucoma blow test. Thing. Oh yeah. I, it's like 15 minutes before they actually trick me enough to where they can actually get it into my eye. It's just, <laughs> I'm so squeamish about stuff getting in my eye. What's that thing with the eye doctors where you, where you go and then they, uh, I don't think it's the same thing. Um, they make you put your head into something and then have you stare at, at like a, at a red dot. And then they're trying to scan oh, your yeah. eyes. I can never do that. Yeah. Same. I don't know what that's for. I always tell, I think it's to like get a scan of your eye, um, to check, check something maybe, but I always tell them, I'm like, Hey, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. And then the, the red dot that should be sitting still is always, yeah, it's always it's doing this. Do you, uh, do you have a hard time with, uh, like electric clocks or electronic clocks, like the digital clocks? Yeah. They're always, um, I have to be sitting still and my, arm has to be sitting still in order for me to see it or else it's just going to be going mm -hmm. to be going sideways and then it's very difficult to distinguish what's actually happening yeah trying to check the time in the middle of the night is like impossible <laughs> because it's like... or for me when i'm when i'm running or i'm exercising i'll be running and i'm trying to look at the clock and it's just not possible it's not gonna happen <laughs> or when i'm trying to change the song on my phone yeah just uh just kind of guessing on that too uh one of the other things that i that they uh, actually suggested was oh you said there magnets. was three things yeah there there were magnets like a apparently the two magnets on either side of your eyes somehow were supposed to create a magnetic field that was going to stop 
the nystagmus from happening. Huh. But they, they were like surgically implanted. But I think I've heard of that one too. I think that I think uh, was when they were still thinking it was a neurological disease, but I think they decided it's like an actual retinal disease at this point. Really? I think so. Oh. I, I seem to remember hearing that recently was that they, they I have to look into that. Yeah. Because I, I assumed it was neurological because, you know, I've got other neurological issues. and But actually, this is uh, apparently genetic. Mine is genetic because uh, my wife did, uh, she does like the genealogy stuff. And uh, she has some pictures of people from a few generations back. And they're doing this in the picture. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, holy crap! Nystagmus. <laughs> um, I'm I'm the lucky one. It's just me. I don't have anybody else. I'm the lucky one, man. You're you're patient zero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think we're. Is this is this forty minutes? I think we started at like six fifty, maybe. Um, I didn't really. I wasn't able to write it down here. Do you have an idea on when we started? I don't want I this. I don't want the recording session to just end and then I don't have like a proper exit. Well, uh, all right, how about we do a proper exit and then we do another five minutes and then cut it off in case, and then if the five minutes is... Uh... Good idea. Um, okay, I don't really know how to exit. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> very new to this. Um, I'm just gonna thank everybody for listening. And um, if you know anybody else with the condition, uh, please, share the podcast to them and then maybe you know they'd want to come on i i want to get as many people on here as i can and just talk to as many people and and i think it'll be good for the community and i and i want to thank you for coming on and you're the first guest so it's thank great you for having me it was a pleasure talking to you it's, uh, it's exciting to be able to talk to someone else with my seconds yeah it's the first time for both of us yeah <laughs> all right all right so i'm just gonna end it there um Okay. Hopefully that ending is good enough. All right, and then if it yeah. just if it just ends, then it ends, and then if not, then we'll just keep it going. Yeah. Um. I don't really know what else I was gonna. I guess we we got to the third crockpot doctor idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know that I had anything else anyway. Did you ever play any sports in high school or anything, or try to play sports? Yeah, I played, um, I still do, like, to this day, I play football. I don't okay. play, like, for a team or anything. I used to play for a team when I was younger, and I would actually wear my glasses underneath my helmet. <laughs> I had I had these Gucci glasses, and everybody would call me Gucci, so that, that was nice. my nickname. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I played some football. What about you? Uh, I played basketball. I wore glasses and I didn't wear glasses and I was much better when I wore glasses. But uh, I believe I, that. I, I tried to play baseball. Uh, surprisingly, that went poorly. Yeah, I couldn't do that. It's, it's uh, for some reason I wasn't able to see an 85 mile an hour fastball <laughs> coming at me. Yeah, for some reason I don't think I'd be able to see that either. <laughs> but surprisingly enough like this always kind of surprises me but i'm very good at ping pong like table tennis right. I'm very good at it you know what's weird is that i i could not see to like catch the the 
baseball, but, and my left eye is terrible and I'm right-handed, but I can actually hit left-handed pretty well. And I, I could not hit right-handed at all. I wonder what so that is. I have no idea what was going on with that, but. I don't know. There's so, there's so many weird things that I'm yeah. just surprised about. Like this, like this shouldn't be like this, but it is like this. Like yeah. why? I still never got the table. Like I, I would beat like anybody that I play against in ping pong. Cause I, I used to play a lot when I was a kid. So for whatever reason, I'm really good at that. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, I'll take it. I made a post on that subreddit earlier that I found you on. Um, this was like maybe a year and a half ago. And I was asking if anybody is surprisingly good at any sports. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, mostly everybody said no. <laughs> it was pretty much just a no. I can't recall if anybody said yes. I used to really, really try to play pool. Like, uh, you know, I really, really made an effort on that. And it just wasn't happening. Uh, you know, you kind of need to be able to see angles at a steady way instead of just, you know. Pool isn't actually something that I thought would be affected. The really? yeah i'm actually i'm really bad at pool but i don't i don't think that it was because of the nystagmus i think it's just because i'm bad at it yeah i i honestly i could be bad at it and just be like oh nystagmus yeah that's the reason i could be wrong too it could it could you know it could be because of the nystagmus i don't know i've only played it a couple of times but i'm just like i'm the worst at pool <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it does have to do with the nystagmus i think i'm just like not very sports inclined i think was the the real overarching issue so what do you what's like what's your entertainment uh computer games basically I mean, okay uh, you know not like like strategy computer games because i can't really do can't see well enough to do like oh yeah how about, like, how about yeah i was like gonna that. say how about first person shooters how i, I can't i'm it's terrible just, yeah <laughs> the, the kids uh have like red dead the red dead games and they try to get me to play them periodically you know like i, I have no idea what's happening yeah I see. sometimes I'll, i'm all right when i'm playing on just my screen but if i if i have friends over and we're playing split screen there's no way i'm yeah. just not gonna i'm so bad um Definitely, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I think this would be a good time to just end it. All right. I'll end the recording. I'll stay on the phone with you. Um, how do I tell if it's? I can tell it's still recording.